Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. Uh, we're here today in Los Angeles, California at PCMA Educon. I'm getting ready for the whole thing to unfurl here. But uh, first, we got some folks with uh, Steelcase joining us. And they have a major new report that they worked on with uh, uh, with PCMA. Um, so we have Kim Condon and Lauren Bachinski uh, joining us. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs> you got it. Um, and we were just talking before this. One of the interesting things is that Steelcase is probably is traditionally like a very high-end, high-engineered um, office furniture company. And I, I just think it's interesting being covering this industry for a while that just in the last few years or more, I've seen you at, at these events like this. So how do the two marry together? Um, why are you uh, here courting the meetings and events industry? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that uh, Steelcase primarily is a research company. And uh, so we have teams um, that specifically study emerging trends within the workspace um, with um, sort of what is work going to look like 5, 10, 15 years out. So we say that we study work, worker, and workplace. Um, But what we like to do also is take those findings of the broader work experience and and translate them. And Mm -hmm. this has been an area um, that we've you know that we saw a lot of overlap and uh, it's been one of these areas of translation so um, on on my team which is actually the applied research and consulting team uh, we are often doing user-centered research um, and then taking it back um, with organizations around the world to get help them to better understand um, their current and you know future desired work experience and so um, with the event experiences team mm-hmm. there was sort of a, a natural overlay there and um, so it's all about sort of intelligent design design at the end of the day that is based on research first and foremost mm-hmm. yeah and we actually took that research and insights from the steelcase corporate the workspace and can translate that into meetings and we tried that about five years ago for the very first time in some events and we're like is the meetings industry events industry hungry for this kind of thing or not where it's really research based not just a fur- piece of furniture and uh, we saw pretty quickly that they were and so that's why you keep seeing us at continued events that events are um, uh, really liking and gravitating towards that user center and knowing the participant and bringing those applications forward not just a piece of furniture Excellent. And uh, let's talk about the uh, the study you did with PCMA. It's called a 5,000 People, 5,000 Personal Journeys. I don't think I've ever uh, heard a, a study called something like that. Uh, so there must be a story behind it you can share. There is. Okay. So <laughs> we were at uh, in Pittsburgh at Convening Leaders, which is a very large conference, as you know. And we were... Um, given this research project uh, co-sponsoring with PCMA to really study that event from the participant level. And it can be a bit intimidating because there's 5,000 people there or just under 5,000 people there. And how, how do you begin to look at that? 
So um, Lauren and her team, uh, there's three of them that were on site for the entire event mm -hmm. and really dug into what the participants were going, that were happening there, what they were actually doing, their behaviors. And I know it's uh, that has been a real drive of PCMAs in the last couple of years also. Um, what, did, what did you find? Well, we, we primarily um, focused our research in, in three um, key areas. One, we wanted to find um, what are the key insights uh, that are emerging here within the overall experience. And then we also more specifically looked at the different sessions um, that were involved um, in the conference, as well as the different uh, physical environments and spaces. Um, so the insights uh, that came out of the event uh, focused in a few different areas. Um, we went in trying to understand, you know, the different diverse needs of the participants um, who were attending the event and sort of how those those needs were being met. We looked at um, the types of experiences they were having with how they were engaging with um, content and activities. We looked at um, how they were connecting and networking and interacting with others, and we looked at how they were learning um, and you know, the different opportunities and approaches that were taken to facilitate that. We also looked at how well-being was being supported, um, you know, across the event, both on sort of like an individual level and as, as a larger group. And lastly, we looked at, um, you know, the physical space and how that was supporting um, a journey, you know, during the event, uh, helping to, to really curate, um, you know, a, a, a specific path, you know, through that event that, that was meaningful and intuitive. Uh, so those were sort of like the six main insights that came out of all the observation and contextual interviews we did. And um, and then they broke down into further findings in, in, in as far as the sessions and the spaces as well. Mm -hmm. And why is this relevant to your average everyday uh, meeting planner, whether they be a corporate planner, an association, an independent? How, how can they use this information to uh, further their, uh, their goals? Yeah. So the great thing about this research is it does translate to everyday meetings. So as you can see those six insights, you could actually take those um, insights and, and think about them in your own meetings and um, think about how your learning strategies are, think about your connection strategies and think about how you're supporting well-being quite easily. So they will apply to just about any event that you can do. And is there any sort of uh, top line sort of thought you would want to leave meeting planners as to why this is important? I mean, a lot of people have been doing this for so many years. They, they have their system. Why this? Why now? I would say because um, I would say because the approach that we've taken is based on a user-centered approach. It's very much based on developing user empathy. So really putting ourselves in the shoes of the attendees and the participants and trying to see the experience through their eyes. You know uh, what is working well, what isn't. You know what are they challenged by? Where are there some unmet needs? You know, and I think in you know in constantly striving to improve with every event. Um, you know, having this perspective is invaluable. And um, is there anything that sort of surprised you that le leapt out at you uh, when you did this? 
We did pay a lot of attention to, and we're fascinated by the connections that are made at PCMA, and the convening leaders in particular. And a lot of times, people think about um, connections as just meeting people. Mm-hmm. And um, that's part of it. But if you think about how they're connecting with people and why they're connecting with people, and that's where we saw some people who maybe have been at convening leaders for a long time or in the event industry, they were more interested in connecting with their peers to do their learning and do their studying together as opposed to maybe formal connection points. Mm-hmm. And then and then people who maybe perhaps hadn't been there as long were going through the more formal ways to make connections and uh, there's a distinction there and uh, that was um, a little bit of a surprise to PCMA also that we could see the distinction there and it's not just meant to be about meeting people. Yeah, and the very definition of a meeting is you might have thousands of people coming together, but they all have different uh, desires and needs they want to get out of the meeting. So, you know, I know even looking at hotel design, they're redesigning hotels to have sort of what they call ad hoc meeting spaces. Um, I'm I'm just guessing something similar like that is happening in the meetings and events world, that different people come to a meeting or event, and some of them might want to be in a big room and listening to a, listen to an inspiring speaker. Some of them might want to find the seven people that do exactly what they do and leave me alone. I'm in a corner and I'm going to talk yeah. about it with them. Yeah, you said it exactly right. That's exactly right. So 5,000 journeys, 5,000 people want to do different things there. And then how do you accomplish that in one big event? Well, excellent. And then uh, this is really, uh, you know, the ink's still wet on, on this, I think. Where, where are going to be uh, people going to be able to find this? Uh, so we have a breakout tomorrow um, at 3 o'clock here at um, Educon. And then the most exciting thing is we are actually taking two of these insights and planning and making improvements in their 2020 event for convening leaders in, in San Francisco. So we're studying the floor plans and we're studying the experiences now to make those changes and we'll share those changes in, in uh, San Francisco. Well, great. I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing that. Uh, thank you, Kim and Lauren, for joining us. Very good. Thank you. Thanks very much. And thank you for listening to this Meetings Today podcast. Uh, head on over to meetingstoday.com, where we have a wealth of additional podcasts with thought leaders from the meetings industry on uh, matters of great importance to meetings and events. Thank you.